0: Hi friends, welcome to Your Ages, Not Your Cage with Carla Allen. Today's episode, I have Stephanie Rothkar with me. Stephanie has a business called Fit for Five, which she will explain to you what that means. But let me tell you a little bit about Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie. Well, for one thing, let me start with, she has a bubbly, infectious personality, which you are going to hear. And if you're watching on YouTube, you will see. She is just such a delight. Uh, Stephanie is a certified personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and an MPC bikini body competitor, along with so many other impressive credentials. Um, Stephanie has, though, a personal story that was a near tragedy but it changed her life. It transformed her life and it caused her to make some changes in her life. And she's got quite a story to tell. And I know you're gonna wanna hear this. Uh, She also shares about her health and nutrition business, which is Fit 45 5 and the meaning behind that, how she got involved in bikini competitions. Uh, She created her own fitness app. She has a passion just like me for helping change women's mindsets around fitness, nutrition, aging, and that you can do anything at any age. I think you're probably starting to see a recurring theme on my podcast because it is called Your Age is not your cage. Uh Stephanie has many, many other credentials. It will be in the show notes. I'd love for you to learn more about her, but she's featured in many magazines. Uh, she has uh, ebooks, she has a fitness app, so many things. So, without uh, going on more and more, I'd rather introduce you to Stephanie because I know that you are going to absolutely adore her as much as I do. And so, just sit down, grab that coffee or your earbuds, go for a walk, and let's listen and meet the amazing, sweet Stephanie Rothkar. Hi, welcome friends. This is your age is not your cage with Carla Allen. And today I have a special guest with me and I want you to welcome her. Her name is Stephanie Rothkar, right?
1: Very good. Yes. Very good. Please. with
0: With Fit 4-5. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Oh. I almost kind of got teary-eyed, especially as praying before and then kind of You know, talking about what we were gonna talk about. And so, um especially start, we're going to start off with my son's drowning accident. And some days it hits me, some days it doesn't. Yeah. And today it just kind of has hit me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's
0: okay. It was probably our technology snafus that already got you flustered. So, oh, no, no, that's uh, but yeah, Stephanie's talking about before we record, I always pray with my guests and I just love to do that. And I feel like it leads the way with the conversation. So um, let's start with just telling our listeners uh a little bit about you, your family, and um, we'll start there.
1: Okay, well, my name is Stephanie Rathkar, and I am the owner and founder of Fit4Five, and we'll get more on that subject, but it literally just started kind of as something just to keep me busy after my son's accident. Um, My children are 25, almost 23, and 13, and the 13-year-old boy was planned. My husband had a vasectomy reversal to have him. That is a big topic everyone is you know, because we had a late in life baby. And um, I've been married to my high school sweetheart for thirty years, and um, we'll celebrate thirty one in March. And uh, we have two daughter. The two oldest are girls, which I'm so very. I, I wanted to host two girls, but um, I'm so thankful my first two were girls because they helped me so much raise my son because. I really didn't realize how I was starting over when I had him until after he was born. And we were like, whoa, you know, at 38 and 40 was how we were when we had him. And so it really was starting over. But my girls were nine and 11 when he was born. And I caught them at a great age where they had a real life baby doll. So (laughs)
0: yeah, I think I think my my daughter would have loved that. But And she'll probably kill me for sharing this story, but she always wanted a baby sister. And, you know, you and I have talked about it, but I did not have my kids until I was 36 and 38. But uh, she used to always, anytime we'd say, hey, guess what? She'd go, we're having a baby sister. we'd be like, no. And um, then it got to the point as she started getting bigger and she had to go hang out with her friends that all had baby sisters. And then the baby sister had to hang out with them. She's like, I don't think I want a baby sister anymore.
1: <laughs> Isn't that, is that funny? Yeah. I know there's it's there's a lot of um it, it, there's a lot to it and stuff and the big joke is the reason why we had him my my second born she begged and begged and begged for a sister that she got a brother well then my son started that about the same age she did around six and we're like no 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 we already <laughs> fell for that one we are not <laughs> that.
0: <yet." laughs> yeah so anyway. it's so true I, I think she would love a sister now of course because you know right. as you get older you appreciate your siblings so much more but okay so Tell us your son's name again.
1: His name is Ram, R A M. It's called Graham all the time, (laughs) and his name means Godlike. So it's even, um, gosh, I'm going to get all teary eyed. But um, and it's the son of David in the Bible. My husband's name is David, so it's Ram David. A lot of people think it's Ramesses in the Bible, but it's not. It's Ram, and uh, and his name means Godlike.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. I I want to go read about it now.
1: Yes, yes. So um, so and my oldest, my girls are Zoe and Sophie, and then we have Rams.
0: So. Okay. All right. So tell me, because the podcast is your age is not your cage. What is your age? So our okay. listeners know.
1: I am 50. I'll be 51 in January. I'm not for sure when this will be released. So, uh, but I am 50 as of October, 2023. I did, I was a stay-at-home mom for 15 years. I did not even start my business until 45. Um, And when I say start my business, I mean, a stay-at-home mom is a job, but I literally, you know, fed the kids, clothed the kids, cleaned the house, paid the bills, And when I started this business, like I said, was a joke uh, kind of, and um, just kind of really a hobby. I had no idea what it was gonna turn into, I, I did not know how to do anything. I literally posted on Instagram only pictures of my kids. I did not know how to run a business. When I did decide we were all sitting on the sofa and my Otis, it was after my son's near drowning accident. And I knew I needed to stay busy and I we can go more depth on that, But we were all sitting on the sofa and my daughter was fixing to go to college and she always is, says she wishes she could come back as a fourth child because, you know, that first child, you don't get a handbook with them. Like, you know, she's like, Mom, you'd have moved off to college with me. I'm like, I so would have, you know, and stuff. And I still had two other kids to take care of. Can you imagine she was the only <laughs> one? And so I said, Well, you know what? I'm going to start a business. Um, I'm going to start a business on my Instagram account. And my kids are like, Oh, please do not use your name. Please use go by. You know, a different name or something. I'm like, well, what do I do? So that's how Fit for 5 came about because when my girls were little, back when you would go to Walmart and buy the DVD player and you'd pop it in, I used to always tell them, give me 45 minutes of my time to exercise and I will be the best mom ever. So they remembered that. So remember, if you're listening and you have young ones, they listen more than what you realize. So you need to lead by example. And then, um then, when I met with a guy on to um, help me build a website or kind of help me get started, like, and he said, well, what is your, what's your brand? And I said, I don't know what a brand is. And he said, your brand's like, what, what is your logo going to be? or And what is your motto and what color scheme? And I was like, I just, I just wanted you to just kind of help me. And he said, well, we need a brand, you need a color. So I came back home and we decided on purple because it was my oldest daughter's favorite color growing up. And then so I reached back out to the guy and he said, well, how can we communicate together? And he said, what's your email address? And I said, it's ButterflyLane at AOL.com. <laughs> and he said, what are you, a freaking dinosaur? <laughs> and said, well, I am 45. And he said, you'll be the laughing stock of the fitness center, fitness industry with an AOL account, Butterfly Lane. He said, you need to come up with something better mm-hmm. than that. So he gave me four 45 at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. I love that whole story. And I know there's so much to that. So before you dig into that, because I know um, what happened with your son, Ram, was, uh, you know, where it really caused you to dig deep and to um, make the transformations that you did. And so um, you know, just share what you can about it because I know it's not always an easy story. I'm sure. So,
1: well, some days, like I said, yeah, kind of, um, so I have always been into. As obviously, I've always been. Um, I was an athlete growing up, more of a tomboy Then I turned into pageants, and I've always been fit and. In my early twenties, I would train friends for free, or we'd say, "Hey, come work out with me." Well, then in my thirties, I ran marathons, uh, trail uh, trail dashes, warrior dashes. I used to do um, all night trail runs. So I used to do all types of running. And then at forty, I had to quit because of um, my dad had double knee replacement, and I, my knee was starting to act up. And my doctor said. You know, you really need to quit the running over three miles. And so um, so after my son's accident, obviously, which was under my watch in our uh, backyard pool, I had went in, he was five at the time, and he was actually at the age, I always said I would have thought it would happen when he was three because he never listened to me, but at five, he listened to me. And um, the, our backyard is um, one level from the back, two levels from the front. So it's it's kind of odd laid out. And we were practicing diving, and he was actually just started on the swim team four weeks before his accident. And uh, I ran in to grab his goggles. And I said, Rams, you know, stay outside. Pool, I'm going to run in real fast, which seemed like a split second. And when I went back out, I couldn't find him by the pool. And so, like I said, our, our house was laid out weird. So I went down the right side of the hill, went down on the left side of the hill, couldn't find him yelling his name. And then when I looked in the pool, I saw um, orange swim trunks at the bottom of the pool. Mm. And to this day, he's never worn orange swim trunks. Mm. And um, so I pulled him out of the pool. And if anyone's ever witnessed a, a drowning accident, um, he was double his size. And it was kind of a big thing. Everybody said, the doctors, and stuff. how did you pull him out of the water? Well, you know, it's just that mom instinct, because, I mean, he literally, you know, was double the weight, filled up. When I pulled him out, he was so unrecognizable, and my 14-year-old daughter at the time, my middle daughter, was home, and I ran and grabbed her and told her to call 911, and then I passed out, and she did the uh, mouth-to-mouth and everything um, with the, um, the emergency tech on the phone, the the operator, whatever, and then um, by the time the firefighters had came, and then they took over, and then I had came to at that time, and um, anyways, he was rushed to our local hospital, and um, they said if he did live, he would not live a normal life, and you know, none of that my faith was, my faith has never been as strong as it was during that time, and I remember thinking, you know, with the doctor saying that, I remember thinking, that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, and then they airlifted him uh, to three hours away to a children's hospital, where he was in a coma uh, for a week, and um, anyway, he made a full recovery, and uh, so obviously, um, after his accident, I beat myself up for a long time, I stopped taking care of myself, um, my 14-year-old daughter at the time had a lot of trauma with his accident, obviously giving him mouth-to-mouth and witnessing it, um, and we went to therapy for a year for that, which was the best thing that we ever did uh, for myself and for my daughter, and then um, I quit taking care of myself, and I gained 30 pounds in five months, and I was always the one, I mean, again that when I was pregnant with all three of my kids, I was always you know, I always took good care of myself, and um so then i did like everyone else did you know i i was miserable i went into a major depression because i kept beating myself up beating myself up over my son's accident and finally i didn't even tell my husband i uh, and i've always worked at it from home i never really was a gym goer except when my husband and i first started dating when he worked at a gym he was a trainer before we got married the funny thing is i told him i wouldn't marry until he got a real job and. and so we worked out of the gym at that, but once I had kids and was married, all those, you know, for like 20 years, I never worked out of the gym. And so I uh went to the gym and I was like, I know the best thing. I was on medication, obviously, for depression. Um, just and I just quit taking care of myself. I quit eating healthy because I was taking care of him, you know. Wow. And um I knew I had to get back to exercise, to walking, to eating healthy. And I slowly did that. And it took me 30 uh, six months to lose the 30 pounds. And then people started saying stuff like, Oh my gosh, like, can you help me? And then that's when I decided to, you know, I was like, I need to, I need, I want to help other women because I wish there had been something out there um for myself when I was going through all that. And so that's what I that's what I did. That's how Fit45 was born. And um, it literally was um just something that I just did randomly. And then I ended up um, getting so full in person that I took it online. I launched my own app four days before COVID, which obviously skyrocketed my business then. And so now I train women online all over the U.S. Wow! nutrition and with my fitness app.
0: Well, wow. I mean, it's such a story, and it's it's just so powerful. And, you know, as a mom, it's just hard not even to take myself to that place. We have a pool, too. You know, we we have a gate around ours. You do all the things that you know to do to protect your kids. And that's one of the biggest things I've always heard in situations like this is the, the beating yourself up over what more could I have done or you know um and it's just such a lie it's it's a lie from the enemy and um you know we do all we can as parents and I think I had shared with you that that book um um gosh why am I blanking on the name from Granger Smith with his son River yes, yes. and um he was three. And, you know, very sadly, he did not survive um, and he had siblings that were also present. So it made me think a lot about that, too, just the, the correlations. But uh, now he is just uh, thriving as uh, just quit being a country music artist and thriving um, and becoming a pastor and just just found this incredible faith through it all. And I know you said your faith was stronger than ever during that time. Um, you know, because I think people go either way, they really just either turn away or they really lean in.
1: Right. And, you know, we've always, I mean, obviously I'm 50, so I've gone through hard times. But I will say I have I remember the doctor, which you know, their medicine, you know, or their science and stuff. And and not that they didn't have faith, but you know, that wasn't their child going through that. And every, even when we went to Children's, you know, they always say, and he was a, a warm water drowning, which they never make it. We do not know how long he was under. And one great thing is he does not even remember anything about the accident. And I think that's God, God's protection. But a warm water drowning, because a cold water drowning is the, the organs freeze. And so they are more apt to live. With his being a warm drowning, his was July 23rd. What year was that? 2015. it's hard to believe, like I said, there's some days that I can talk about it. And there's just some days that it just really hits me hard. And it's been, you know, eight years and, um, and they kept saying, and it never, it never fathered me, you know, now my husband, God love him. I mean, you know, he just. I guess one of you has to stay strong, you know, he just really, you know, just lost everything about him. And, um, and a crazy thing about my husband, he never answers his phone. that was the one time till this day that he answered his phone the first time, you know, calling him and saying, you know, uh, Ram's, you know, been in an accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. So before we move on and really talk more about what you're doing now in the journey ever since then. uh, So how old is Ram and just just, you know, kind of tell where he's at, what he's doing now.
1: He is 13 and he is in eighth grade. He is homeschooled half the time. And then he goes to um, two days a week. He goes to a, um it's not really a co-op, but it's a school that helps with the homeschooling. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he has uh, some learning disabilities and things, but otherwise than that, he's perfect.
0: Yeah. No. Oh. It's just so exciting. And is does he like anything to do with athletics, fitness, or is he on a different track? And what about your girls? I'm just curious.
1: Well, no, you know, it's kind of funny. You would think now, obviously, you know, my kids are off thin, and my girls are great water drinkers. My son, not so much now. Right now, he's at the age where he can eat anything he wants. <laughs> now he does. We have a we turned in. Our, and my husband had a man cave. It's a 1,200-square-foot uh, detached garage that now is where we film for my app and where I should be doing my podcast, but my Wi-Fi is, has not been working too great out there right now, and so it's where we do all of our filming, and so he will go in there, and he will lock himself in there. He does not want us to watch him. Now, we had to hold him off till 13. He would kind of do that around 12 because, you know, he, he was still growing, and so they don't need to be lifting weights till 13. But right now he's five nine. he's he's skin and bones, but he's that thirteen. And then, um my oldest daughter, she does my marketing for my business, and she goes to the gym just for fun. Um I've tried to talk her into competing, and she says she has no desire to do that. And then my middle daughter, she's just always just been naturally thin, so but no, neither, none of them have cut the, caught the bug yet. We keep yeah. saying it's gonna be raining.
0: Yeah. Well, if they're anything like us, it seems like a lot of women that I know catch the bug later in life. You know, and, do,
1: and they don't realize. I always say to my 20 year old clients, I'm like, you do not realize how easy it is for you. And, you know, even if they put in a little effort. So, yeah, mine don't even have to put in much effort and they look great. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So, share with me, you know, after all this happened with Ram and, Um, You, you began to start up the fit four or five and um, I know the purpose behind it was realizing I want to do something to help other women. So share kind of what, what it's all about, what all uh, you do offer and just kind of your take on um, aging and starting things. And uh, I like to talk about empowering younger women too I think about our daughters and and girls that age and beyond it's like if you start sooner really taking care of yourself you're setting yourself up so much more you know down the road for that healthier life so just kind of talk about your um your company and and the things that you're doing with it now for and you, you just coach women is that right
1: no I actually coach men too okay and am- and how that kind of happened was, you know, I'd be coaching the wives. And then um, my husband, I feel like there's a lot there. Let me let me kind of go back to, so like I said, I'm 50, grew up in the day where you go to Walmart, buy the DVD player. So my girls grew up with that. And I never, ever, I never really enforced that on them. And so if you're a young listener you're leading by example. So I would just tell my girls, if you would, because that was me, if I did not get my workout in, I would have so much anxiety. And I was a stay-at-home mom and I would say, let mom get her workout in and I will be the best mom ever. And so the workouts would be 30 to 45 minutes. I always like to do 45 minutes. And that's how my girls remember, that's how we got fit four or five. A lot of people thought, it was because there was five in our family. It's just, I feel like 45 minutes is a sweet spot. And so, and after my son's accident, I was on antidepressants and I hated the way it made me feel. But at the time I felt, I know better now, but I felt like I needed something just to get me past, and, um, and then to get me moving. And so now I just, I help women. I say exercise for your mind and your mental health, the, the, the weight will fall off if you if you exercise for that. But if you're only exercising um just to lose weight, because that's women will come to me and they'll only do it for six weeks because they're thinking, oh, if I do it for six weeks, I'm like, no, exercise needs to be a part of your day-to-day life, just like brushing your teeth or combing your hair. And so um so I decided that I was, I started training first. Uh, ladies in person out of my garage before I overtook my husband's man cave, and they were always 45 minutes, and I felt like you got a great workout in, and then um, as I got busier, because you can only do so many in person, then that's when I I went online, and then I would email them work their workouts, and then once I launched my app, I have three different programs, The Sweat, is a 30-minute follow-along, so they follow along with me, they push the button, and it's kind of like an on-demand video, and then I have strong home and strong gym, those um, can coincide together, there is a, um, they're around 45 minutes, so that's with dumbbells, I have a 15-second tutorial video, like if they do not know what a walking lunge is, they can push, and it'll, I'll show them, explain it, but they guide on their own, and they have the rest period, so a fitness app, like they push a button, it'll give them 30 seconds time um, to rest. And so it's home or gym. So they can switch back from home or gym, wherever they want to be at.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And it's the app. I mean, is, I'm assuming it's called Fit 45
1: Yes. Now you cannot uh, download it in the app store. You purchase it through my website. And the reason for that is, is because um, you can purchase my app for half off um, in December for the next year. So like this December for 2024, a lot of people, now that my name has gotten out there, they like to get it for that half price savings. Or people who want to only join in every six weeks or when I launch programs, and they can do that throughout the year, but it is more of a better price point if they do purchase it half off. Yeah. But I do have challenges through the year and I'm working now on um programs for 2024. I've been asking a lot of my clients like, what do you want to see? I'm kind of going back to the basics to how I started. Um so we, we did a competition team. I competed uh, for a while and um, I just so-called retired at 50. Who knows if I'll pick it back up. But right now I have a 13-year-old son in junior high and I need to, not that he cares I'm in a bikini because it's not sexual at all. A lot of people think that it's really just about, um, it's so much more just about um you know, what you can put your body through and your mind through and mental challenge and just a go. You know, it's just and it's honestly the hardest thing I've ever done. I know I kind of jumped to that.
0: Yeah. But, well, yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Let's let's really talk about that a little more because first, um, you know, some of the listeners might be going, Wait, do it, is she a a competitor? Does she do bodybuilding? So we haven't talked about that yet. I think it's kind of funny that my last you're my third one, have all been competitive bodybuilders and it wasn't on purpose, but I, I'm just so incredibly inspired by you and Tama and Julia and all the others, um, because I know it, how much work it takes just to do that. And so I would love to hear for you, from you, what age, when you started doing that, what, like, what made you go, hey, I think I'm going to do that, and um, so, yeah, just share a little bit about what type of uh, competing you did.
1: Well, this is kind of a funny story, so I really have always been very modest. I never, if I ever wore two-piece bathing suit, it was always at my own home pool, never would be out in public. I'm very modest, you know, I'm a homeschooling mom, and, and not that I was ashamed of my body, it's just, something that I just didn't feel confident doing, and so this was back when I was training one-on-one, a client, very good friend of mine, her name is Julie Youngblood, and I was 46, and I was training her, and she, her dad was actually Mr. Arkansas, and he was an IFBB pro, and she said, I mean, I was just training her, and I think she was doing a walking lunge, and she said, have you ever thought about competing? And I said, competing, in what? And She said, bodybuilding. And I said, well, I don't want to look like a man, you know, what every woman says. And she goes, no bikini. She goes, you're so disciplined with your training, your food. And I said, I would never do something like that. That's all it took. But what's the funny thing is, is I told her her dad was 35 when he started. And I remember being a young girl thinking what man at 35 would start competing. He is so old. He needs to be paying attention to his kids. And I didn't start till 46. And a lot of people think, oh, you just, you know, you're not a wife anymore. You're not a mom because it doesn't take so much time. Well, I did all that and ran a business. And it really just keeps you so disciplined. I mean, I actually miss when I'm not in prep, is what we call it. But, anyways, so after Julie left her session, I kind of just started Googling a little bit more about it because I thought, gosh, I'm too old. I'm 46. Well, obviously, with your other, competitors you have interviewed, more women over 40 are starting. And it's because a, a lot of the reason is because, you know, their kids are grown and it's just it's something for themselves. You know, I feel like no matter our age, we have to have a go. And that's what it was for me. So I've competed for the past four years. And I have been competing to get my pro status, which I did not receive. And um, I came close and I won won lots of first places. But the shows that I won first place did not get pro cards for those shows. And so I just love the discipline of it. It just honestly made me a better wife and mom, too, because, you know, you just have to just stay on task. And when I I don't have a go, I kind of just feel like the rest of me just kind of kind of goes apart. You know, I just don't stay. We all need a schedule. We all need a routine. I've I've actually been getting a lot of moms that now that their kids have gotten a routine back at school, they're like, okay, we need your help because we gotta get back in a routine now that our kids are. But anyway, so I my first year I did four shows. A funny story about this is that first prep, just like anything, it was kind of hard. I didn't know what to expect. And I thought I should starve myself because my husband and I did it on our own. And I remember um, the backstage, my husband was like, and he said, I was real moody during it. And And he texted me, he said, okay, are we one and done? And I said, I loved it. I said, I cannot wait to do more. And I did four that year. So that's Uh, how it seriously started just like that.
0: And so, I mean, I have to ask you, I don't think I've asked any of the guests. Does it feel strange like that first time? Because you do have to pose and you, I mean... You have to get up there and do that. I just, how does that feel doing that that first time?
1: Oh, it was very, very odd. And I was a past pageant girl, and you would have thought I had never walked in heels before because I hadn't walked in heels in years. Yeah, and then also in a very tiny. I mean, when I was in pageants, that was back in the day, we wore one piece bathing suits. And so, and this, you know, bikini competition, you need to Google it, listeners, you know, your suit fits inside a, you know, side Ziploc bag. So it is very, very small. <laughs> and my son actually went, you know, I'm not ashamed of the body. My girls were actually, when I gave birth to my son, I wanted them in there. And I actually got this question from someone uh, yesterday, someone had reached out to me and said, I want you to nutrition coach me and train me, but I don't want to Pete and um so with um so I had my son there because she was saying it would be too embarrassing for her son to be there but I actually had my son there because I wanted him to be there because I, I wanted him to see it wasn't sexual well he he has never been to one since and I've been in gosh I think 16 shows he hated every minute of it because they're so they're so long and my husband keeps telling him, he's like, son, someday you're going to regret it. Like, he, he has not been to one um, since that first one.
0: <laughs> well, and, okay, and, and talk about your husband just for a minute, because I know he's a part of your business and your support and what you do, too. So what I mean, does, does he he has a role in training or uh, you tell us? Yeah.
1: Yes. So, um, like I said, back when we dated, he worked at a local gym called Blood, Sweat and Tears in our town. And so every Friday night uh, we would um, go see him, you know, after he'd be at work and then we would go train afterwards and then we'd go to Red Lobster afterwards. So that was our Friday night date night, every night at the gym. And so when we got engaged, I told him I was not going to marry him until he got a real job. You know, because personal training one-on-one back in the day was not not a real job, and so then he he got a real job, and then he had a construction company business for twenty years, and then he joined me um, the December before COVID hit, and closed down his business, and then joined Fit Four Five. So it's pretty much a family affair now my husband um he does um helps with the nutrition side but supplements side. he's so much better at supplements because we help our clients more so with supplements just as well like when you get me coaching you as nutrition you know i'm like have you had your testosterone tested where is your vitamin d levels? it's not just um i just throw your meal plan out there and then um he does the training and then he also um he does my tan, you know, you have to have a supportive um spouse in this sport for sure. I always so We will, don't even do it if you do not have a supportive spouse, and um, so yeah, and then uh my oldest daughter does my marketing uh, for me she actually lived in Hawaii last year she just moved out of Hawaii since the Maui fires and she um I was there all of November December and the first of January because I wanted to be Hawaii 5 and we refilmed for my own and so then she does all of my marketing and then my middle daughter is a uh, cosmetologist and so she does my hair and makeup for shows if they're local and then she also also does it for any of my photo shoots or things like that. And then my son actually does help me video um, now. That's so fun. That's fun. I mean,
0: I love that your whole family, you know, plays a key role in um, in the business. I love that. I think that's, that's I mean, and that's going to be so just inspirational to them as they keep going along. And I think it's going to be so so special to them as they get older too and um there always seems to be a little more appreciation you know as you as you get older um
1: I do I do think so the funny thing about when I first started the business like my husband couldn't wait to video me when he got tired of me and he'd be like He'd video, and he used to be so. And then he, then he'd start throwing the phone. Well, then it went to my oldest daughter. Then it went to my middle daughter. Then it went to my son. And now my son, which he he is kind of getting into the videography and things like that. But I'm still mom. You know, they still yeah. get bored. Like another one, mom. You know, it's it is quite funny. But I do think as they get older, they'll appreciate appreciate it, and it'll be fun memories.
0: Yeah, that's fun because you know my son does all my my podcast editing and he's a, he is a media guy and you know, he, he is very talented in that area. So he helps out a lot.
1: Hey, we have to have him. Yeah. And one thing I have told myself is I will never not work again because that was the hardest thing after 15 years. Literally I did not know how to do anything technology wise. I mean, I could clean the house and and like I said, I'm not knocking it because stay at home mom is a job in itself. But, um, to have to learn all these things over again. I, I just, you know, just having to keep up with the times and stuff. I mean, because technology is not our friend yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, and I think, you know, that's what kind of I was touching on earlier the fact that you didn't start your business and everything right. until later in life. And 45. Yeah, I did not start my, I've, I've taught fitness and I've done a lot of things over the years. I was a stay at home mom. We did some homeschooling, you know, we, we kind of were all over the board when it came to school. My kids did every type of school. But during that time, I was teaching fitness at like 530 in the morning so I could get it done, you know, before the day. But majority of my time was being a mom and I would dabble in some other little things, but I did not start the actual health coaching and podcasting till my fifties. And, you know, I'm 58 now. And um, it's just like, what else can I keep doing? I don't want to stop doing things. And like you, I know your passion, like so many women that I talk to, we want to empower women to know that they can do this too, that you don't just stop when you're, especially when your kids leave, I'm an empty nester. And it's like, you know, I can do whatever I want to right now. And I, I choose to be able to do things that are helping other women and are empowering and equipping them. I don't want to just sit around and do nothing.
1: Well, to me, helping others helps you. And that, that was me. And I think that's why both my husband and I had very, our moms were very young when they had us. I think they had all their kids by the time we had our first one. And, and I was 26 when I had my first one. So I was still young. And I felt like at 40, I think I grew up and you maybe agree with us too. Like you're, you're dead. You've lived, you know, your life is over with, your kids are grown, you know, grown. And I didn't want to be that way. And I think that's why we had my son late in life because I kind of had that mentality. It's like, what am I going to do with my life? Because we're dead at 40. You just start living at 40. Yeah. And, and like you said, what, what kind of life is that? and you're helping other women by your podcast and your health coaching, what kind of life is it just to sit at home and not do anything? I just can't do that. I have to, me helping other women. Now, sometimes I have to take a little step back because sometimes I can get to where I'm helping others and then I quit taking care of myself. And then I have to rein myself back in and remind myself, just like a mom, if I don't take care of myself then I can't take care of those I love or others. But I, I feel like I am at 50, have so much more life to live, that I feel like I'm, I have all this to do and not enough time. Do you feel that way?
0: Oh, all the time. It's just like, I feel like my brain is constantly going and I'm constantly making notes on my phone of the things like an idea pops in or, you know, whatever. I'm constantly writing things down or the things I want to do or, and I always have to take that. I mean, I take everything to prayer because I'm like, Lord, I need you to show me where you want me and what direction you want me, because ultimately, everything I do, I want it to be for him. And, you know, to for it to be his will. Because when I get outside of that and start doing things on my own, I usually end up (laughs) cratering. But I do I just there's so many things I want to do. And it doesn't seem like there's ever enough time to do them all.
1: Right, right. And, you know, I have, to, I've had to learn, too, that I can't do all the things, you know, I need to do what I'm good at. And so that's kind of why I'm pulling back revamping for 2024. So we've been in lots of prayer, and just, you know, what I'm good at, and I'm kind of taking my business back to the basics to how it all started.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, you know, I look at it staying in your lane, because I feel like there's times I get out of my lane, or maybe I see what someone else is doing. I'm like, oh, maybe I want to do that. And then I'm like, no, get back. in in your own lane and really dig into what my passions are and what really drives me. And not just because someone else is doing this, it doesn't mean that that's the path for me. And it's just staying focused on that. And for me, you know, doing this podcasting, talking to just incredibly inspirational people is what just drives me and excites me. And it's what I love to do. And I love talking to women that are doing the same thing, especially later in life. I I I think it's amazing. Um, So with that said, as we wrap up, tell us, because I know you have more than an app, tell us all the exciting things you have. Uh, I know you have eBooks, you have so many different things. So share with the audience and we'll put stuff in the show notes so they know how to connect with you. Um, But yeah, share all the things.
1: Well, I branded my own uh, fitness bands. That's kind of how I started as well. It's, um, fit four or five resistant bands. They're the best on the market. Believe me, I went through hundreds of them before I finally found the one. And, you know, they do not slide, pinch, any of those type of things. And so um, I have two sizes of resistant bands. And then I have gotten into eBooks because I do know some people do not like fitness apps. You know, they don't, they like to have a pen to paper, especially, you know, the and above. And so I do have fitness eBooks as well. I have a nutrition eBooks as well too. And so I do gut reset. So I've kind of branched off into other things. I love nutrition that I do nutrition coaching too. That is a higher price range because, you know, that's diving deep or their goals, their body, they're wanting to lose weight, or they're just wanting to maximize their time in the gym. And so I do that as well. But everything is available through my website and it is fit45.co, not com. I couldn't get it back then, but now it's available. But I love the sound of co and I thought, hey, it's worked. I'm not gonna change it. But I do ebooks. I'm on Pinterest as well. And so um, you can find that my daughter helps run my Pinterest and TikTok we got to get it revamped uh, with the Maui fires that kind of got her behind a little bit. But now that she's back in the States um, or the mainland is like she likes to call it, things are getting back going. So
0: I'll have to look you up on Pinterest. I, I have never been a Pinterest girl. I've tried. My daughter is really good at Pinterest. And do you love it or hate it?
1: I love Pinterest. You I've love it. Uh, yeah,
0: yes. I, I forget I have Pinterest. So I mean, TikTok. I'm I'm not a TikToker. That is that's not my arena. But um
1: well, if anything about TikTok, I'm not a TikToker either. But when I was out there, my husband loves TikTok. He cannot do a thing on social media, but he <laughs> will sit and laugh at TikTok all day long. And then, so my daughter last November got me in on TikTok, and the eight weeks I was with her, grew to fifteen thousand. Uh, followers. And then I haven't done a thing with it. And I haven't grown at all because, you know, she's not there saying mom, 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 I'm an Instagrammer. And then that launches over to Facebook. You know, that all you do is it just toggles over. I I just love Instagram. Yeah. So And and so
0: Instagram is also fit four five. Pretty much that's where everyone can find you is yes, just
1: everything is. And it's spelled out. It's F I T dot F O U R dot F I V E. Okay. Okay.
0: Yes. And like I said, I'll put that in the show notes and um, where everyone can get in touch with you and follow you. And I know, I, I don't know. Do you want me to say anything that you have a holiday holiday program coming up? Yes, I-
1: Yes, I have a holiday hustle and it starts November 6th. So it'll be available to purchase starting November 1st on my website, but you can follow me on social media because I'll be promoting it and then it'll get you through the end of the year. It's going to be um, a little bit shorter workouts because, you know, it's a busy time for everyone, just fast and efficient workouts. So,
0: okay.
1: Um, Okay.
0: And so, because I ask everybody to at the end, is what Are you going are you doing now or would you like to do in the future that um, your age is not your cage? Something that maybe you haven't tried yet or something that's in the works. Um, What would that be for you?
1: Well, that is so funny that you said that, because, you know, I announced my retirement out of uh, bodybuilding and, you know, who knows? I mean, I've only been retired a month and I've had some friends reach out and say, hey, do a um, do a uh, Man with me. Well, I looked that up. I do not swim in the ocean. My daughter, like I said, I was there last. I don't get in the ocean. She swam with the sharks, thought it was the most amazing experience of her life. I don't jump from tall buildings. So I actually have been searching now. Mine has only been a month of what I'm going to do next, because I I have to challenge myself. I just love a good challenge. My best friend is an IFBB pro, and I kind of, I told her right now, I'm just going to kind of live through her. Her name's Emily Dean, and I said, you know, I'm just going to kind of live through you, because she competes as a pro, and she's just so much fun, but right now, I haven't found, I haven't found what I want to do next yet, so because, you know, like you said, your age is not your cage. I'm just going to keep, and I don't know if the others have talked about, you know, there's a competitor, 71, that is competing in bikini, and she is, just. her name's Renee, and she is so amazing. So, you know, don't let age be your cage. And so I'm going to find something to do. I just haven't quite found it, but I will not be swimming in an ocean. Yeah, And I'm always (laughs) going to say never, not never, but I really will not do that. Yeah, I was up close and personal with a shark with my daughter who was all over him. And I was like, I just, I, she kept saying mom this is the most amazing I'm like I would die right there like do you want your mom to die at 50 I'm not getting in with sharks
0: yeah I would have a heart attack no that is would so not be my thing um it, it doesn't entice me at all but when you figure out what it is because I'm the same way I really want to do some kind of challenge something fun but not crazy I don't need to get in an ocean or jump from a building or but I want to do something fun and and different especially after my kidney donation I really want to show people too that even doing something like that does not have to slow you down or stop you so
1: well let me tell you now what have you been interviewing the last three times we got something for you and I'm telling you no one realizes what a bikini competition is. you honestly just think that you're just getting up there. There is so much to that, it is honestly harder than giving birth. Yeah, right? it may not be good than you know donating, but um, that could be something, yeah, because of, and you've got enough people in your life that could help guide you,
0: yeah, I know, right? Well, I I, I, I never say never because it seems like when you do that, um, sometimes
1: the sharks, yeah, besides <laughs> <I, I>, that. <laughs>
0: so I don't know. I'm not really down with jumping out of a plane either. I just don't oh, know. I'm not either. I, yeah. I don't. I, yeah. Why jump when you can stay in it? it? Is my motto. <laughs> um, but the point being, and what I want the listeners to hear is, get excited about learning something new, about trying something new. Gather friends together. Stephanie and I don't live near each other. She's in Arkansas. I'm in Texas. But there's no reason we can't plan something that ends up being a challenge or something that's together. So it's like, get excited about trying something new, because I think that is just keeps you young and keeps you vibrant, keeps your emotional and physical health, um, you know, just optimal. And so I think with what we're both saying, that's kind of the bottom line is you're never too old. It's never too late. Don't give up. In any age it's like you said I've had an 80 year old on here talking I've had a 78 year old I've had all ages and they have more fire and more energy than a lot of 40 year olds I know and so it's exciting
1: it, it it really really is and so so yes don't don't put an age limit and like you said I mean, I feel like there's just still so much more I want to do in my life. And I do remember being in my twenties thinking, I gotta do all this, I gotta do all this, you know, instead before I'm 30. Well, golly, you have so much more, you know, years
0: to do yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you are an inspiration and you just have this uh contagious, bubbly uh, personality. Oh, and I know people would absolutely love working with you and just knowing you so. It'll be in the show notes how to find Stephanie. And um, if you want to connect with her, just reach out. I know she'd be happy to answer questions and help and guide you. But just thank you for being here. It's been such a joy. And I just have been so blessed by already just knowing you. And we've chatted offline before, and you've just been a gift in a short amount of time that I've known you. So thank you.
1: Well, we need to thank Tamaya because she is so um, wonderful to have put us together too. She's so awesome. Yes, I know
0: exactly. So, okay. Well, thank you, and um, we will talk again soon. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. All right. Bye bye.